Welcome everybody to That Tracks Podcast, the podcast where we track the migrational pattern of coconuts <laughs> and their correlation to the migrational pattern of swallows, both African and European. This week, Nick has been tracking coconut number 24601. <laughs> Nick, how is old Jean Valjean doing? I don't know where this is coming from, but I did walk into your house today and saw a coconut. Oh, there's two of them. <laughs> there's two coconuts in my house. For those who don't know, when we record, we're recording at Tim's house. Ah, yeah. This is my house. <laughs> I live here. But yeah, um, it just amazes me. So wait, you didn't get any of those references? No idea. Hmm. Not even Jean Valjean? Mm-mm. But my brain, when you say coconut, some for some reason my brain usually goes to Wilson. Oh, okay. The volleyball. Not a <laughs> coconut at all. <laughs> but I don't know why. All right. There you go. Anyways, I guess maybe something about coconuts, like I associate them with being like marooned on an island. Mm. Well, Jean Valjean did start out on the Canary Islands and he's making his way to Europe. Oh, this is a real person. No. <laughs> Jean Valjean is a character from Les Mis. Oh, yes. I did. I just watched that for the first time over, over Christmas break. Which one? There's like seven of them. Oh, the, the newest one. The newest one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't remember him being on an island, though. No, he wasn't. Oh, okay. The coconut. It was a coconut. I don't know. I'm talking about coconuts here. I just named a coconut Jean Valjean. Oh, oh, got it, got it, got it. Coconut. That's, do you know who Monty Python is? Yeah, the Holy Grail. Yeah, this movie is the coconut references from Monty Python and the uh, Holy Grail. I don't, I mean, I've seen it, but I don't know like the references that well. Mm. And that'll probably like frustrate someone, but sorry. No, I mean, you're not, you don't have to. Yeah, but I know that that's like a huge like pop culture reference. Like a lot of people quote that movie. There are those who call me Tim. Is that from it as well? Yeah. <laughs> Well, there it is. There you go. <laughs> what a way to start. Yeah. Um, oh, that was something I wanted to talk about. Mm. So last week we had this whole discussion about Beanie Babies. Yeah. And on Podbean, who is the company that we use to host the podcast, they had this feature that was like, use AI to name your podcast and write a description. It's like chapter markers and stuff. I didn't. We didn't use that particular version to like name it, but I wanted to read the name of the um I have to find it. Hold on. Oh, no. My phone was being silly. It was really funny be- because this episode showed up on our list of episodes when I logged into Podbean and I sent a picture of it to Tim and I was like, what is this? Like, what? where did this come from? In the world are but you? The title of it was really funny. Also, speaking of Beanie Babies, a lot of people commented some of their favorite Beanie Babies and I really appreciated that. Like, I'm glad that there was a, obviously like they were, there was a craze of Beanie Babies, but I'm glad that like those who are a part of that community are also here and you have found yourself at home. So this it's like not not showing up. I don't know that it does on the app. I think on it does app. just on the website, unfortunately. But it was cool. It was like an AI like... Yeah, it was very AI. <laughs> it was like beanie babies and how they shaped our emotional being. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's what I want to hear about. And then he like texts me that threat this week at some point. Yeah. That was actually Jen, by the way. I figured I can usually distinguish when if it's there's emojis. Texting. Yeah, it's Jen. Yeah. So that running emoji, I wasn't actually going for a run this morning. I feel like, but Jen's like more like enthusiasm when Jen is texting, and yeah. when it's you, it's very like because she's I'm driving. And yeah, she's like handling your phone for you, doing the, the for texting. sure. I mean, there's no texting and driving, so that makes sense. Yeah, but I do. I can tell when when it's you and when it's Jen. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. That's it. Emojis. That's the biggest tell. If there's ever an emoji in a text from me, Jen. 
Yeah. Unless it's that like melty face emoji, that's me. <laughs> I do that <laughs> that's all That's your go-to? That's my go-to. Is that your go-to emoji? Yeah, the melty face emoji. I don't know that I have like one specific go-to emoji. I think I have a lot of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I use emojis quite a bit, I feel like. Yeah, I don't use them. Yeah. That's a millennial thing. I was going to say it's a generational difference. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you, Texting in general is different. You also end every text with ha-ha. Yeah. Or I would, well, I would use LOL more than I use haha, but you use haha more than you use LOL. I think that haha is more authentic than LOL is. Yeah, but you use haha at the end of everything. <laughs> but how is it more authentic? You're just like, how's it going, haha? But I'm like naturally a pretty happy person, would you say? Yeah. <laughs> but but that's, I don't, I, the, the haha thing in the text doesn't, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I'm just happy to be alive, laughing. Just happy to be here. <laughs> I will say, and I said this to you before we started recording. It's not been the easiest like mental health week for me this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's been tough. I full transparency. The internet, putting your life out on the internet can be um uh, scary sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I will um look at what people say, and sometimes they're not the nicest things. Right. And it sends me into a spiral sometimes. I don't want to talk about this on here to give power to the people that are saying negative things because I think it's pretty shameless or shameful, not shameless, but, um, it does affect me sometimes. Right. And I think it's had an effect on me this weekend. Um, you know, I, I have to like ground myself and, um, you talked about this last week, but I I am a person of faith and that is something that helps me ground myself at times. Um, or always, and anyway, so I, it's just been tough. It's been a tough week for me. Like yeah. sitting down to record today and driving here, I was just like, okay, like we can do this. Like we got this. Your your life has been on the internet for a long time. Right. You've been doing this for a while. Right. And it's we've sad. It, we've made it past. Our mental health was broken yeah. and shattered. <laughs> and now we're rebuilding. Which is, but it's like, it's sad that that even has to be the case. Right. Um, I think it's hard sometimes too, because putting your life out on the internet is something that like our generation is doing for the first time. Right. Like we don't have people that are older to us to go to, to be like, Hey, I'm struggling with this because they would look at us and be like, I've never had to deal with that before. Yeah. Or also they might be like, push it down. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we do a good job of like paying attention to our mental health. Like I'm glad that that conversation is starting to change with our generation for sure. But, um, I'm just thankful that I have people in my life that are like beh- behind the scenes and also just like on camera for sometimes meeting my family and people that are close to me that do help ground me mm-hmm. and pour support into my life. Cause without them, it is, it's a scary place. And, and I, I wanted to address that because it affects me and it, it's affected my week since Saturday. Right. And, um, I don't say that for attention. I don't say that for, again, drawing attention to the people that are making negative, negative comments because shame on you. <laughs> but um, I say that because I think that like it, I want to continue to talk about mental health on this podcast because mm-hmm. it's something that like we go through every single week. Like it's, it's not a switch that I can just turn off, you know, like right. it is something that has really like affected my entire week and um there's also been other like factors with stress typical things with work and all that kind of stuff that have have um affected it as well but i just wanted to start off by saying like some of that has sucked this week and so here i am you know continuing to push on but 
it's it's somewhat of a newer thing for me as well. Like I've had my Instagram page for uh, almost six years now, mm-hmm. but I think in doing this podcast, like naturally, you know, m- my presence on the internet is getting out there more and more. Like, and so it's it's a byproduct of that. It's it's you know because your name gets out there more, that many more people have something to say about you, right? And people are very quick to say when they don't like you or don't like something specific about you. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times where I can just shrug that off, but sometimes it just like, it just hits and yeah. you're just like, dang it. And it's strange too, because there are thousands upon thousands of good comments. Oh my gosh. So many wonderful, positive things that people say. And, and, and I don't want to take away from the fact that that's meaningful to me as well. Right. Because like, it means so much to me, but when I do see that one or two like negative things and sometimes it's like some of the some of the nasty things that are said are sort of comical and honestly ridiculous they're ridiculous and and, and honestly like a plus for creativity on some of them like some of the things are just like okay like i don't know where that came from in your brain but like kudos to you 99 percent of the things that are said about us online are incorrect correct yeah that's the other thing is that like as much as we open our uh, up, open up on this podcast and open up our lives on the internet, there is so much more that happens in our life that is not put onto the internet, that right. is not put onto this podcast. Like, and, and as much as you know, everyone gets to know who we are based on like what we are putting out there in the world. There are still parts of us that are authentic to like who we are, like deep parts of us that like we're not sharing with the world, right? Like, and, and there's still parts of our life that happens that is not broadcast to the world. And right. and that's important. Like, I think it is important to like preserve like, you know, somewhat of a level of like humanity within us, you know? And the other thing is that like, I've never met most of these people that are saying things about me. And so it's like, it's hard to like receive that sometimes, you know, it, again, it all goes back to grounding myself and being like, okay, Nick, like this is where your value comes from. This is who you are. Um, and you know, a lot of people have wonderful things to say about you and that means the world to you. Um, but it's hard. It's hard sometimes when you see there, there could be the way that a a negative comment is worded could be something that just really attacks you. And maybe in some of what your biggest insecurities are. And when that unlocks itself, it's just like, dang it. You know, like this sucks. Yeah. So anyways, I, I just wanted to address that because it's been tough for me this week and it has affected me. There have been amazing moments this week. We've had a lot of fun this week. It's been a busy week. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately that has been something that has carried and been a present in presence in my week throughout the week. So I've just been kind of battling through that. And I like being able to have a platform to share these things because I think a lot of people struggle with certain triggers for their mental health. Mm -hmm. And so just know like if you're listening to this or you're watching this, you're not alone. There are people out there that love and support you um, and lean into those people. Um, Be open and be vulnerable with those people in those moments because I think it like opens the door for people to like speak love into your life and speak um, support into your life. And yeah, I just wanted to share that. It's also an interesting phenomenon. 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 That's like a Muppets thing. Yeah, phenomenon. Phenomenon. But uh, (laughs) it's an interesting phenomenon with just social media personalities like people that get their um have their presence just online right we have to 
partake in the online right. community. Right. Whereas like people that are in movies, they're just like, I don't have, I don't have no social media. Exactly. I never look at it. I don't read anything. That is part of the conversation that I was having with one of my friends this week where it's like, as quote unquote influencers or vloggers, celebrities deal, obviously we are nowhere near what some celebrities deal with when it comes to the hate that they receive. Right. But a lot of the times, and they do get hated for their actions or their decisions, mm-hmm. but the product that they're putting out there is is an art, whether right. it's music or a movie. And they can get backlash and hate on that product for sure. For me, my product is my life. Right, it's you. Yeah, like I, the way that I can do well as a quote unquote influencer is for people to like me. And for someone who cares deeply like about what people think of me, I don't care if people think I'm cool. Like I've never struggled with that. I've never been like, even in high school, I was like, uh, your opinion of me, whether I'm cool or not, or a dork or a geek, I don't really care. Like that's whatever. Right. But if somebody doesn't like a part of my character, that hurts because right. I I want to be liked and loved by everyone. I'm learning as I've entered into my 30s that that doesn't matter. Like not everybody's going to like me. Yeah. It's not easy for me to say that. And it's a lesson that I'm really like having to like process. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's just the reality of the situation. Like I'm a human being and like who I am is not for everybody. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, But when you do want to do well on online as a quote unquote influencer and people don't like you, it's a very hard pill to swallow. Right. And, and and we are, we're, we're opening ourselves up to all this criticism. And a lot of people will rebuttal that and say things like, you know, well, you knew what you were getting into or that's, that's silly. Like it shouldn't, there's no reason for it. Correct. It's like, sure. We know, we know that we're putting ourselves out there. We know that people can comment on that. Right. But then doesn't. And you know the people that are commenting the stuff that is not nice, that you are doing something that you don't have to do. Right. There's no reason for what you're doing. No, like the negativity. And and don't get me wrong. I like constructive criticism. Like a lot of times people will say something that it it may seem harsh. It's not coming from a harsh place. It's rooted in like, hey, I feel like I'm going to say something that I feel like could make you better not as like a human being but just like something that we do on the podcast right and that stuff's fine but when it's just like straight up rude there's never an excuse for that Mm -hmm. like there's never an excuse for saying something like we're sick of this guy we don't like him you know like that's just unacceptable Mm -hmm. i there's no there's no that's not constructive to anybody right it's d it's like deconstructive you know it's it's basically just going out there to tear somebody down and um, I don't care that I put my life out there on the internet that doesn't make that okay. Right. Like it never makes it okay for somebody to intentionally bring somebody down, whether that's on the internet, whether that's like face to face. I do have moments where I'm like, if we were face to face right now, like, would you say the same thing to my face? I've met a lot of our trolls. Yeah. And I, they wouldn't. They, they wouldn't don't. say the same thing to our faces. And, and that also is shameful to me as well because I'm like if you're going to say it on the internet then just say it to my face so we could have a conversation about it I'd love to be like why do you feel that way about me like right. what have I personally done to you for me there's never an excuse for that type of behavior um, but I do and I'm not I'm not 
you know, ignorant to the fact that by putting our life out there on the internet, that it is going to open the window and the door for that. For sure. Like, I know that that's going to happen. I know that people right. are going to say things. But one, it doesn't make it okay. And two, it doesn't make it any easier when it does happen. Right. Like, just because I'm aware of that doesn't mean that that's not going to sting when I have to process it. Right. You know? So I appreciate you because you've been doing this a lot longer than I have. And I do feel like I can lean into you and to Jen mm-hmm. and, and we are able to have conversations off camera and off the podcast where you guys just speak wisdom into my life in terms of like how you guys have dealt with it. Because mm-hmm. if anybody has dealt with it, you guys absolutely have. Right. And it makes me angry watching you guys have to walk through it, but it's, it's encouraging to me to have you guys in my life to be like, you've got this, yeah. you know? And we talked about this before we started the podcast. We talked about like, you know, I, and even just in our announcement of the podcast, you know, you and I had conversations where you were like, you're going to get through this. Like we've got this. So I just wanted to speak to that um, because it has affected my life this week for sure. And, you know, I think that's one thing that's so cool about us doing this on a weekly basis is that like we get to bring our week full of experiences into when we record. Yeah. And that has been a contributing factor sitting in this chair today, you know, getting ready to dig into news and to all the fun things that have happened this week. There also have been some heavy things going on in my brain. So yeah. And for full transparency, I believe that this is one of the reasons that I have a bad memory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I... I don't mean to laugh there. No, no, it's totally fine. I prefer to... You block it. Block it, yeah. I try to forget about any sort of negative comments that have been said to me. Yeah. But that's hard to separate out from what was happening the rest of that day. That's hard. That's hard, though, and it's sad that you have to do that. Yeah. It's frustrating. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm frustrated for you hearing that because that's not fair to you. Right. So, I'm sorry that you've had to deal with all that you've had to deal with. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> See, but... there it is. <laughs> you shrug it off. Yeah, you have to, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like a healthy balance. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I think that you can shrug it off for sure, but I also think that it's okay to stop and recognize, like, this sucks. Yeah. I'm hurt right now. Mm-hmm. So, for all the moments that you've been hurt, I am sorry. But I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. (laughs) Anyways, and I do. I appreciate all of the the wonderful things that people have said and and the positivity that we've received from this podcast. Like it's not doom and gloom. Right. There is an overwhelming amount of support out there, and the community that we're we are building and have been able to kind of like bring together in terms of like the people that have supported you for so long, and then the people that have supported me. Um, and, and my experience on the happiest podcast on earth and bringing some of those people into this community, it's been very encouraging. And, and, and I don't want to take away from the people that do send like the overwhelming amount of like messages that I received or comments that I received, like those things, I'm not going to discredit those things because they do mean the world. Like it is so encouraging to me as I am going through those dark places and I may not be able to respond to every single one of them. And I apologize for that, but just know that if I, if you have sent something nice to me, and I haven't responded, it meant something. Like it truly meant something to me in this moment. But ultimately, I know that my worth is not found in either of those things, whether it's the negative comments online or the positive comments online. And that's where my faith comes into play as well. Um, and, that, and that's a whole other conversation, but like I know where that worth comes from and mm-hmm. where that worth is instilled from. And so that is something that I lean to. And then also just the worth that I find in being a dad, being a husband, and being a friend to the people around me. So, yeah. Anyways. There you go. 
You want me to segue? Tracking coconuts. <laughs> you want me to segue? Sure, yeah. Let's I think it. we should commemorate this moment with a beanie baby. <laughs> oh, that could be a fun segment in the future, like coming up with a, a beanie baby of the week. Oh. I don't think we should focus on beanie babies. No, this is not Get a beanie baby. Not a beanie baby. Not heck with that. <laughs> well, it, we did, I did say this. Like, there's been a lot of fun and exciting things that have happened this week. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I think this is another thing that contributed to like my mental health this week. It was kind of a stressful week just because there was so much happening. Like we had the Super Bowl on Sunday. Oh, I forgot about the Super Bowls. <laughs> we had the Super Bowl on Sunday. Tuesday was Mardi Gras. Tuesday was Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday was Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Whoever like put the calendar together this year, change it. Gregorians. <laughs> There's monks. Too much, too much going on this week. Like I think it was everybody, right? This conglomeration. I felt like Valentine's Day. Where's Valentine's from? St. Valentine's. Well, Valentine's Day, I don't, it's always February 14th. I know, but like where is, where did that? I don't know too much about it. Mythology start. Yeah, I don't know. Hallmark. St. Valentine, probably. No, it's it. there's tradition behind it for sure. And Mardi Gras happens. Mardi Gras has always been. So we are going back to the Gregorians then, right? Because Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday, the day before Lent right. begins. Which is 40 days before Easter. So yeah, it's forty. Yeah, because he spent forty days in the desert. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I think that yeah, but but I don't know how Easter is determined. I have no idea. Really? Yeah. Do you? That's the day that Jesus died. No, it's not the day he died. <laughs> the day that he rose again. Yeah, but three I, days after his death. Sure, I know that. <laughs> That's how we establish that. But why? Why is Easter when Easter is? Uh, it changes the bunnies. <laughs> Isn't it the like the last Sunday? No. What do you mean it changes? It, sometimes it's in March, sometimes it's in April. I don't I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, no, let's not. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm so curious. But, um, maybe we'll report back on that as Easter gets closer. Yeah. We got 40 days. Well, more than less than 40 days, but we've got some time. Cuz is it because Ash Wednesday is always on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday is always on Good Friday? And well, those are Lent starts on a specific day. Those are always like the time, like there's always 40 days between them, but that shifts. Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll, oh don't God, worry. I'm so curious. <laughs> you're going to need to, you're gonna have to need hold back. to look it up. You're going to have to hold back. Like, so let's start with Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Did you watch any of the game? No. I watched 0% of <laughs> it. Did you watch the halftime show? No. At the end of it, I looked at Google to see who won. You texted me and said overtime. Yeah, because I was looking at Google and I was like, look at that. There's like, a, they're still playing. I thought maybe you were watching. I was no. excited. I saw a few clips. Okay. Did of, you see Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I saw, I, I knew what he looked like after I saw him. I was like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Also, this just, a, a memory popped into my brain where Tim and I, well, and we'll talk about this in a second, but we did our pizza day, pizza challenge day last Friday. And when we were walking around one of the parks, um, I had conversations about Pat and like, or Pat, Frank. Frank. You thought Patrick Mahomes' name was Frank. Yeah. And we were walking around the park, and I made a comment, like, last week on the episode, I said something like, how many 20-year-olds do you know that are named Frank? We totally passed a 20-something-year-old whose name was Frank. Yeah, one of the CMs was named Frank. <laughs> and I felt terrible. But anyways. You shouldn't feel terrible. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to, like, diss on the Franks. But yeah. um, but yeah, so did you see, you saw Patrick Mahomes? I saw, I saw, like... He's I didn't good. I didn't hear the audio. I just saw the clip passing on the internet and it was like, I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah. And I was like, could have been coming to Disney World, Patty. I knew I told you they were probably gonna go to Disneyland. Geographically it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I'll tell you what. 
this is off topic, but it reminds me of celebrities going to places. Okay. I was at Epcot yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I have a New Year's resolution. Do you know what my New Year's resolution is? The person to meet every New Year's. I think I know where you're going with this because I think that based on my knowledge of your YouTube channel, I feel like I know where this is going because I know Ryan Seacrest is in the parks. Is that where it's going? Yeah. Uh Ryan, I didn't meet him. But Ryan Seacrest was at Epcot yesterday while I was at Epcot, and I didn't see him. Missed opportunity. I know he was at Magic Kingdom yesterday, too. And then as we were, we went to an after-hours party, too, and we saw a whole camera crew pulling through. They were going to, like, after I saw the entire parade come through, I could tell that they were filming, I think, holiday Mm -hmm. wardrobe, like uh, merch Yeah, Disney. Okay. Like, it was yellow shoes or whatever. But- um, I thought for a second, I was like, could have been them. Is Ryan Seacrest <laughs> coming through right now? I have seen Ryan Seacrest in, in, in the flesh before mm. we did. Um, uh, my family did a road trip. This was after the road trip that we did after nine 11, but we did a road trip a couple of years later up the East coast again. And it was for new year's and we spent new year's Eve in times square to watch the ball drop. Oh yeah. So you saw him. In Times Square. Yeah, he like walked past us, like our mm. our gate, but he was surrounded by security and he's, yeah, understandable. He's not a tall man, yeah, whatsoever. But Which security I, is, yeah. But but most celebrities, I te- I feel like tend to be somewhat short. Not my Ryan, Ryan <laughs> Gosling. Me and him, you're right, eye to eye, <laughs> same height. We locked eyes. I feel like downtown you have, Disney. I feel like you have to pick a Ryan. Well, yeah, I want to meet. Ryan Seacrest oh, but Ryan as Gosling a joke. is your Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. We have a connection. We had a connection. You had a moment. We had a moment. We <laughs> stared into each other's eyes. And I was like, who's that guy? And he was, and like, he was staring at me. And I was like, he was like, I watch your vlogs. No, <laughs> of course not. It was a moment, though, where he was like looking at me, like questioning. But I think it was because I had a camera. Oh. You know, he th- probably thought I was a pop trying to like, take pictures of him or yeah. something. Yeah. Mm. And so I think he was like, had his guard up. Well, I hope that in the year of 2024, you get to meet a Ryan. Any Ryan. Let's bring him on the show. Ryan Seacrest. Here he comes. (laughs) Come on in, Ryan. He like, he, doesn't he own part of iHeart? I have no idea. I think so. Or he manages part of it or something. Okay. Anyways. That's interesting. Um, I just feel like he's a fan of podcasts. So maybe one day. Maybe he knows (laughs) where Easter starts on Easter Sunday. I don't know. Good now. Um, anyways, so Super Bowl happened. Halftime show was good. Did you see any clips from the halftime show? No, but I did see that Ludacris was there. He did. And then like a week later here, he's at SeaWorld. He's oh, performing at SeaWorld for Seven Seas Food Festival. Maybe he'll bring Usher out. No. <laughs> There's no way that Usher is coming to SeaWorld. Favors, you know? You yeah. come to the Super Bowl, I'll come to SeaWorld. Yeah, and then I saw it was Alicia Keys. Yes. A lot of people were disappointed. Our friend that we have a mutual friend that is a big fan of Justin Bieber. Yeah. And there was rumors that Usher was talking with Justin Bieber privately to come on. Yeah. And and Bieber was at the game. See, why? I don't why know. Why he like I was disappointed. At, I was I was hoping that Bieber was going to make an appearance for sure. But I think the overall the Super Bowl halftime show was solid. Do you think that there would have been a uh a huge divide if like Taylor Swift popped up? Yeah, I, I don't think she fits in with. Yeah, she would have never done it. Yeah, yeah. You think she'll do the super, the halftime one day? Maybe one day. I think she's. I don't want to be disrespectful to the people who do the halftime show because they're like power, but I think she has too much going on right now in her career. Yeah, to be able to do that. Like I feel like a lot of times, 
when people do the halftime show, it's because they're not like touring or they don't have like new music that they're currently putting out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Who's the who's the best halftime show you've ever seen? I feel like there's been some really good ones that I've watched. Like Bruno Mars immediately sticks out to me. Um, Prince. Prince was good. I was younger, but I remember that halftime show. Um, it was raining during Prince. Yeah. I didn't, I don't remember watching this and I don't even know if I was alive when this happened. I probably was, but I remember seeing clips from Michael Jackson's show and that oh, yeah. was pretty yeah, epic. Yeah. Um, didn't NSYNC do one with Britney Spears one year? I don't know about that. I don't know. I can't remember. That was a thing. But I know that Lady Gaga jumped. That was, I remember that. That was a big moment for sure. I think Rihanna crushed it last year. Oh yeah, she was pregnant. She was, she did incredible. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, Katy Perry, hers was pretty epic. I don't really don't remember any of these. She used a lot of props in hers, which was pretty cool. I didn't, I never really watched the Super Bowl. Yeah. See, the Super Bowl is like, it's such a, an event for me. It's the Super Bowl. And I, and I, the, the hard part for the Super Bowl for me is that like, I don't take my eyes off the TV. Like, I don't want to take my eyes off the TV for like its entirety. And, and I don't mean just the game. I mean, like the commercials are great. The commercials this year, some of them were really funny. Some of them were meh, whatever. You ever think about wearing a diaper? <laughs> for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Honestly. I know. thought about wearing a diaper last night because I was like, I could get so much more done. Usually, to use the bathroom. my role with the Super Bowl, though, is that I'm in the kitchen. Like, I'm always cooking. Or at least, but with an eye shot of the TV. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, but I do. I, I'm like, I like to be the host, and so I'm always, like, making food. And this year, we didn't really have people over. My brother was in town and staying at the house with us. Um, but I like, I'm always cooking. Like I made him, he has a, a gluten and somewhat of a dairy allergy and I made him a gluten and dairy free, like homemade pizza crust. Mm. Uh, it was very just tasty. pizza crust. Oh. You like make the pizza out of yeah, it or you just like fed him crust. <laughs> Here you go. Here's some bread. <laughs> Here's some gluten free crust. <laughs> no, I made the pizza, but the crust was the most involved part. Yeah. Once you get past the crust, pizza's easy. Yeah, it's uh, some sauce, some Topping. cheese, some toppings. Yeah. Pop it in the oven. Five minutes at 7,000 degrees. <laughs> you got yourself crass. a pizza. But yeah, so that that was my Super Bowl Sunday. And I, I do think some of the commercials stood out for sure. And the per- the halftime performance was great. And the game itself, it was kind of boring until the end. Um, It got close, obviously. It went to overtime. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't the outcome that I personally wanted. I wanted- Oh, yeah, because the Kansas City Chiefs won. Yeah, they did. And I wanted the 49ers to win. Oh. Uh, but it's okay. I mean, I wasn't like, if it had been the Buccaneers, I would be really sad. But oh. it's so have they made it into a Super Bowl? Yeah. Tom Brady, right? Uh-huh. A couple okay. years ago. Um, But it was fun getting to watch Taylor Swift um, and Travis Kelsey, like, have their moment on the field after the game. Who was the other famous player for, for Tampa Bay before Tom Brady? I don't know. There's okay. a lot of... I thought there was a big personality from Tampa Bay. Mm, it could be anybody. Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp is who I'm thinking of. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. He has got a big personality, that's for sure. Okay. He was a player like in the early 2000s. Wait, he's done. He's retired? Yeah. Yeah. Relaxing. Do we know anything about Warren Sapp anymore? He, he goes to a lot of Bucks games. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then he, with... he, um, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I wish. I don't know. Okay. I have a little bit of beef at Warren Sapp if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're starting a fight with Warren Sapp. <laughs> What are we doing this? He was a defensive lineman for the Buccaneers, for those that don't know. He also went to the University of Miami, and I'm a diehard Miami Hurricanes fan. Um, I have season tickets to the Miami Hurricanes games. I go to those every year. 
because when I was a kid, yeah. we went to Bucks training camp when I was a kid used to happen at Wide World of Sports. Yeah. So we went to training camp because they allow like fans to come. Yeah. And then afterwards, I think we went to go get lunch and celebration or something. And it just so happened that the team was staying at the celebration hotel. Okay. And so we were standing in that area and they all were like arriving back at the hotel after training camp was over. Right. And tired. He's worn out. He's been working out all day long. Sure. Hot Florida sun. Here's the thing. So many of the players were coming up to us. I was a kid and it was me, my brother and my sister. Yeah. They were coming up to us, taking pictures, like signing things for us, which they didn't have to do. No one right. has to do any of these things. But Warren Sapp was just like, he, he like saw us and then picked up his cell phone and like, it was a flip phone. So he like immediately opened it and like got on the phone and it just felt like he doesn't have to do anything, but it just kind of, as a kid, you're just like, oh, like, you know, I, I wanted to meet him. Yeah. So I, I've held on to that. It's time to let it go. It's time, it's time to let that go <laughs> 20 years ago. Just, I really have not held on to Just that. a human being no. living his life, walking from a bus to a hotel. No, but. And he, taking a phone call. He <laughs> He got a phone call from his mother. <laughs> and he's like, I, I don't got to answer this kid. It's I don't mom. Think, I don't think that was the case. But, but Warren Zapp does have a very strong personality. Yeah. yeah. And he loves his mom. <laughs> Warren or Sap, most people call him Sap. If you're listening, Sappy boy. I'm ready to let go. <laughs> um, uh, where were we? Oh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Anyway, uh, yeah, good times. Good food. We had pizza. We had a lot of chips and dip, and it was a fun time. I just had a normal day. I love Super. Bowl. <laughs> I love oh. Super Bowl Sunday. So sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, it's, I don't even remember anything about what we did on Super Bowl Sunday. It wasn't because you weren't watching. It was just a normal Sunday for you. Normal Sunday. That does fascinate me that there are people like you that exist out there. Yeah. It's like I don't, I don't, I, because Super Bowl Sunday, I grew oh. up in a, a big football household. My dad played college football. My brother played college football. Very small schools, but football was like, it was a, a way of life growing up. Mm -hmm. And so it has always fascinated me that like, because Super Bowl Sunday to me is almost like a national holiday. So it's it's fascinating to me that like people don't participate. Right. So interesting. Yeah. I mean not... I'll watch the Olympics. But yeah, I cannot wait for the Olympics. I like the Olympics. What are your favorite events? I like the weird ones. Oh. Like yeah. what? This is the summer games? Yeah. I'll watch all the swimming stuff. I love swimming so much. It's my like, favorite. Because you swim. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch maybe I'll do a, a synchronized swimming. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe I'll do the ribbon dancing oh yeah that's good stuff i really just love the olympics in general like i could sit and watch it all day long badminton yeah i might watch the basketball game yeah that's good stuff um probably like the the x games ones like i'll watch like skateboarding okay. skateboarding is in there now i think so bmxing yeah. or something mm -hmm. like that yeah watch some of those because they're interesting i love track and field yeah i would watch that yeah i'd watch the hammer throw i really just love it all like rowing i love Dabble. to watch rowing i don't like watching row oh why because when the cameras, I would watch it if the camera guys didn't follow the rowers. If it was just like constantly from the from the banks of the river. Oh, you don't want like on the ship? Yeah, I don't want that tracking shot where it looks like they're not really moving. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. That's upsetting to them because they are definitely moving. Yeah, they're really moving. <laughs> That's what, and this has been a trend on the internet. Is yeah. People want their, to make a petition to have a normal person in the race just so we can see how fast, fast they're going the elite maybe we can volunteer are. to be those. Yeah. okay i couldn't 
<laughs> they say go. Like, we barely moved. They're like halfway down. The we would ruin it because we would like spin the boat or whatever. <laughs> or like yelling at each other. Yeah. No, I said this way. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. No, it's me, you, I couldn't Jen, make, and Francie. I couldn't make it over a hurdle if I tried. How, can you imagine the four of us out there on the on the on the boat on the bank, on the bank? Well, oh, we, yeah. we would end up on the bank. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there is a Olympic sport. Well, I know that I could swim. I couldn't swim fast. Yeah, but I if know I had, how to swim. If I had to pick a sport to to participate in in the Olympics, it would be swimming. Like I wouldn't get disqualified in the swimming events. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you can like, I know the rules. Yeah. 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 You can you can get to the wall and do what you're supposed to do to yeah. turn and flip. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And like, yeah, I know the thing. We know, yeah, we know the-, the I know the rules the, of swimming. Same. Swim. Yeah, swim. It's more than that for sure, but um, I'm really excited for the Olympics. Luke was born, he'll be eight this year, so he was born in 2016. I get my years confused. In fact, um, I said that Moana came out in 2014. It came out in 2016 because that was the year that Luke was born. Oh. Um, but he came out, he was born in July, so he was born um, the summer of an Olympics. And after he was born, we were home for a couple weeks. And I remember just like being able to sit there with newborn Luke and like watch the Olympics. It was fantastic. Gymnastics. I like watching. Gymnastics. For a second, I thought you were telling me somebody's name. Because oh. you gymnastics? went, gymnastics. <laughs> and I was like, who's gymnastics? <laughs> who's hunky-dory? Gotta love that gym. <laughs> well, we have this we have this book series that we read Jackson called The Grumpy Monkey. Oh, you know yeah. of it? Uh-huh. Jimpanzee. I've dabbled. Yeah. So Jimpanzee is a great name for a chimpanzee. Yeah. But that's where I like made the connection when you started to say gymnastics. <laughs> so funny. Cuz I'm excited to see the return of Simone Biles. Yeah, sure. I'm ready to see her get out there and crush it. I I like had so much empathy for her. Um four years ago as she was like going through all the mental stuff that she was going through. But I was so proud of her for like standing up for her mental health yeah. as she was navigating through all of that. Like athletes are so expected to be on all of the time. Right. And if there is physically something happening with them, that's obviously going to inhibit their like performance. But mental health is just as important. Like, yeah. And it goes back to our conversation from earlier. But like as a society, we like give a, bypass for people who are struggling physically with something but we don't pay attention to the health of like brains either and that's frustrating well also be her mental health could have affected her physical being yeah like a lot of the elite athletes make it look easy and less dangerous right but like and this is not uh to take away from simone biles it's just a story that i know sean white when he was snowboarding yeah smacked his face right and like split his entire face open. Right. Like, and you wouldn't expect that because he's the best in the world. Right. Yeah, absolutely. No. I, and, and, and like, I, I just can't, like, I, I want us to be at a place where we, we have the same, like, uh, both physical and mental health have the same weight. Right. For people. Right. Not just athletes, but just anybody, anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. If you're not like, like if you wake up in the morning and you're like physically not feeling good, you have a cold or you have the flu and you call out of work, it's okay. They don't want you there. Mm -hmm. But you wake up in the morning and like depression has really hit you hard. They don't care. Yeah. They're like, okay, get over it. Get mm -hmm. to work. That should not be the case. Anyways. Um, there you go. Um, Super Bowl. So then Mardi Gras happened. Did you guys do anything for Mardi Gras? 
Oh, we Jackson had his hearing test. Oh, okay. Right How did it go? I didn't even ask. I'm a terrible friend. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. He is. He has ear infections right now. Yeah. Currently, he's had an ear infection since October. Um, uh, every form of antibiotics has not. Yeah. We've done like the highest form of antibiotics, like shots in the leg, mm-hmm. and it went away. And but it couldn't go all the way away because his ears couldn't drain. So he's, we are going to get a call at any point today, tomorrow, at some point to schedule his ear tube. Did he go into like a, a room where they like, yeah. yeah went, oh, sorry. I can tell the whole story. No, it, he went into, he went into a soundproof booth mm-hmm. and they did this game. It was really interesting because like when I was younger and we did the hearing test, it was like, mm-hmm. like every time you heard something, you would hold up your hand. But with him, they made him they made it a game so that he had a board in front of him and every time that he heard the beep, he would put a shape in the spot and he was like excited to do it. That's awesome. And it was interesting to see the, like, cause I could hear the beeping in my room cause I don't know, she had her headphones up loud for some reason, Yeah, but I could like hear it and I would like watch him and, or I could watch her turning up the volume and then like when it hit, he was like, oh, yeah. oh that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool that like they make it interactive. Yeah. But he was, his hearing is severely affected right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, because of the fluid behind his eardrums. Because they also did a test where they did induction. Mm. And he could hear that at negative 10 decibels was the lowest volume that he could hear it, um, which is like superior hearing. Mm. And then through just the headphones, it was like negative 30, negative 45. Did they do something where there's like a graph and it shows like... I remember because Ethan just went through all of this. Yeah. And I remember there was some sort of like graph where the line needed to go up. And for Ethan, it just kind of stayed flat. Yeah. Because like he wasn't able to hear through whatever, like the buildup that existed in his ears. I don't remember what it was called, but. Are you talking about where they put the thing in his ear? Yeah. Yeah. That was um, the movement of the eardrum. Yes. They did so. Jackson as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it wiggles the eardrum. Right. Ethan's was like barely moving because it like. I guess it couldn't like get through to it. Yeah. Um, well, I'll be thinking about little buddy. Hmm. That's very interesting. Like it's, it's, it's good to be able to have that information though for him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for the ear tubes because everybody tells you that it's like a miracle cure. Oh, it's, it's, and, and Ethan obviously like had so many other like things going on. Um, one being like speech development mm-hmm. and, um, it has made the world of a difference for Ethan just in being able to like audibly process more mm-hmm. um, and then be able to enunciate things so much more clearly. Like you don't even think about the fact that like he's audibly processing the way that words are being said and the words that are being spoken. And if he can't hear them, yeah, he's not going to be able to like articulate that. My so. favorite thing that happened during the hearing test was the doctor was like saying words and she would cover her mouth too, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. She's like, say ice cream, say popcorn, and it always had to be compound words. I don't know why compound words. Interesting. But, and she goes, say baseball, and Jackson goes, meatball. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, meatball. <laughs> Gotta love it. He doesn't wow. really know what a baseball is. Can you imagine if ba- baseball was played with meatballs? <laughs> sure. It sounds messy. <laughs> mm, kind of good. Uh, speaking of meatballs, um, we did our pizza challenge. Oh, <laughs> nothing to do with meatballs. Sometimes people put meatballs on pizza. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, it was on my channel. Yeah. And it was on your Instagram. Yeah, I, I highlighted a lot of the stories. I did a little mini vlog reel on mm-hmm. Instagram as well, but it was a great day. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. It was 
entirely too long. I felt bad for you at the end. You were getting very stressed out, which yeah. it was taking way too long. You needed to get home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a fun day, but it, it took forever. There were some things that happened that kind of just like threw big curveballs for us. Yeah. Like out the gate, I can think of one thing at Epcot. We were walking around World Showcase and the drawbridge was up. So we couldn't even like walk. Yeah, they were putting out the luminous barges. Yeah. So there was just stuff like that that happened. That Which just, I like, blame everybody that said that Harmonious was bad and they took Harmonious away because they couldn't see past the barges. Yeah. We didn't have to do the drawbridge for those barges. Every day. They just stayed there. And I think that was one of the reasons that they did that was so that they didn't have to disrupt the flow of traffic with raising the drawbridge. I have my opinions on that, but don't get me started on that soapbox. I miss Harmonious so much. I, I enjoy Luminous. Like, I enjoy it. Every time that I watch it, I appreciate it a little bit. Watched it last night, and I also think that it has to do with how close you are to a speaker. Yeah. First time I watched it, we, we were far away from a speaker. We were there together. Yeah, and it was a little bit quiet, and it needed to be a more powerful moment. Yeah. I think that, like, with any new show, too, you kind of just go in with expectations, and it's always going to be interesting to see how, like, you respond with those expectations. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about your experience? At, you went to After Hours last night. I did. I went to the Epcot After Hours, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it started out a little bit scary, not scary. Scary is not the right word. Not frightening. Horror nights. Uh, yeah, there was <laughs> monsters everywhere. Um, no, it was concerning because we, right as soon as the, so the park closes at nine with Luminous and then the actual after hours event starts at 10. And so we're like, well, let's go over to Guardians of the Galaxy because Guardians of the Galaxy during the after hours event is a standby queue only. You don't need the virtual queue. So we went over there and the cast members are like, hey guys, just so you know, the ride is down right now. So like you guys are kind of waiting around for nothing. We don't want to take, we don't want to take up your time. Like, cause you're only here for a specific amount of time. Go, like you guys should go ride something else. You're more than welcome to stay here, but this is not running right now. So like maybe you might want to go somewhere else. Yeah. And we're like, oh no, this is not good because also Ratatouille was down. Oh geez. And we're like. It was like highlight. Yeah. Yeah. But we went and rode, te oh, and Test Track was down too. Yeah. We went when we went over to Test Track, and right as soon as we got there, it opened up. We got in line, waited for twenty minutes, got on, uh, rode it. And the only reason we had to wait twenty minutes was because it was the beginning of the party, and everybody was like, "Let's get on." And people had just come over from Guardians as well because they made that announcement. Yeah, closest ride to it. Well, second closest ride to it, closest ride that anybody wants to ride. Closest one being Mission Space. Yeah. Um. So we went and rode Test Track, and then we went over and rode Guardians afterwards. It was a 40-minute posted wait. We waited 20 minutes. Nice. Yeah. A lot of people in line with us were like, this is our second time riding it. We just got off. We got back on again. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. And then we went and we rode Frozen Ever After. Okay. It was, it was, there were so few people in Frozen Ever After that there was, the only people in line in front of us were these three guys that had to finish their beers in line so they were just like waiting yeah because he couldn't take it on the ride with them because they're just like hanging out talking to the cast members drinking a beer waiting to like get on the ride because the was, line went that fast no there was no line there wow was nobody in the building how much is a ticket for after hours the one that we paid 129 oh that's not bad with our annual pass holder discount okay. 149 without okay so, i feel like though would you say that if you're a guest coming yeah. from out of town okay Hundred percent, I would say, it is. You do not get the full experience of the park, but it is a much more enjoyable experience. Because at Epcot after hours, none of the festival booths are none open. of the festival booths are open. You can't go all the way around World Showcase, but you can ride Spaceship Earth, Mission Space, Guardians of the Galaxy, 
uh, Test Track, Frozen Ever After, Ratatouille, uh, the Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land, Journey to Imagination, Soren, Nemo Friends. Wow. Like you can't go all the way around World Showcase. They like, no, it shut stops it at Ratatouille and at Norway. Oh, so like France sad. and Norway are as far around as you can go. I but there are no rides. True. Like the only thing that would be considered even remotely a ride is American Adventure. Okay, but there's like. Uh, but it's not a ride. It's a theater. But there's like moving. Nobody's going to go there. Parts to it. Yeah, during after hours. I mean, maybe really, some people, but really interesting thing to see behind the scenes. By the way, American Adventure. Oh yeah. Because the way, have you ever seen, do you know how it works? I don't think so. So the theater sits on top of all the show scenes and they're on a conveyor and the show scenes come up and go into place and then move back and go back underneath. Oh, that's really And so there's a show scene one right after the other. I didn't know that. And there's all animatronics on that. That's really cool. Yeah. It's a, it's really cool to see. Almost like Carousel of Progress, but not. Yeah. Yeah. But the theater doesn't move. Right. The show moves. moves. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's very creative. There are certain beh- behind the scenes tours that you can take through Disney. Like, if you ever, like, uh, Main Street to Marceline, um, behind them. I've done Key, I don't know. Keys was, to the Kingdom. I think it was Keys to the Kingdom that I Yeah. Did. Yeah. But there's another one that goes over to Epcot, too. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the tours that Disney does. In fact, yeah. I've been looking at, at Disneyland doing the, um, have you done it before? That wall one? Yeah. Yeah, it's real good. I'm thinking about doing it. fried. I think I would sob. Yeah, no, it's it's touching when you're in his apartment. Uh, it's $160, and I think it's it might be worth it. Yeah. Should I do it? Yeah, the one that we did, I don't remember, because we did it through Adventures, Adventures by Disney. Yeah. Um, And that one, they took us up to Walt's apartment, they told us the whole story and everything, people cried. And then we also got to see behind the scenes of a couple other things in Disneyland, but I also remember going behind the scenes of Cars, of Radiator Springs Racer. Oh, that's cool. Seeing like the But the that workshop. might have been like a special thing that- But we also saw Indy behind the scenes, I oh, think. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was it was interesting stuff. Yeah, I'm Not thinking the... about doing it when I go in May, um, TBD. I'm, I, I've done the D23 tour of the Walt Disney Studios mm-hmm. lot, which was fantastic, and I got emotional when we went into Walt's office. Yeah. They were playing Feed the Birds when we walked in, and- yeah. ooh, got me good one person's allowed to play the piano who is it um um richard sherman which is the piano that he used to sit in walt's office with his brother and write feed the birds yeah many other iconic songs that we know today Mm -hmm. um but which that's why it was so powerful walking in there and they had that song playing on the speakers because i was just like it transports you to a moment in time where you can just picture walt sitting there with the sherman brothers writing the song and just imagining like everything that is the Walt Disney Company today. Well, also, there's the bird in there, too. Right. There's a bird that is a little... It's not an animatronic. It is a mechanical bird. But Walt saw it and was like, we should make these on a larger scale and with more of them. Yeah. Going back to After Hours, I wonder if, like, for me, as someone who would be coming to vacation at Walt Disney World, I feel like I would lean more into, like, an After Hours event, like maybe Hollywood Studios or... Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. because those two parks, there's not a massive difference between what is offered during the day right. compared to what you can do at night. Right. Whereas Epcot, I do feel like I would miss, unless you're just going to Epcot to ride rides, I would be like feeling like I was missing out on the festival that's happening there at the time. Right. But you can get in at seven. Oh, okay. And go around the entire World Showcase. Like you have to... two hours before it closes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And the booths stay open until nine. That's true. Like we had the pimento 
the cheese. Did but, you like that sandwich better than the sandwich that we? They're just so different. It's hard different. to compare. Yeah, it's hard to compare. I did. I know, did really like the cheesecake from the Encanto booth. So good. Yeah, it was very that good. Fantastic. Um, I did notice that the way that the sandwich that's here for Celebrate Soulfully at Magic Kingdom that we tried, we talked about last week, it's labeled as a BLT, which makes so much more sense to me now. Gotcha. That's why it's soft bread and, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, it's different. It's not labeled as a grilled cheese, which is what the one at Pop Eats is labeled as. Right. Also, they were serving them big at Pop Eats. Like, I'm jealous. Those are my favorite sandwiches. I have yeah. to go. I have to go this weekend because the festival ends this weekend. Yeah. It was bigger than the plate. It's so sad that already Festival of the Arts is ending. Yeah. I hate short that so much. Please keep it longer. Yeah. But also wild that in a couple of weeks, uh, Flower and Garden will be here. Yeah, and they've been putting up topiaries. I and saw Bambi's food. already like over by American Adventure. Yeah, Bambi's up, Hook Peter Pan are up. Uh, I Buzz do, is out. I love when there's like that crossover between Festival of the Arts and like Flower and Garden Festival happening at the same yeah. time. Like give us a crossover event. Oh. Can just you imagine? Run them together. Yeah, paint everywhere. Pest Festival of the Flowers. Hardy <laughs> Hardy Flowers. <laughs> I went to the Festival of Art and Flowers. Festival Festival of, of the Flowers. Petals. It's like there's like Festival. There's like pests invading. I'm not saying of petals, you know? <laughs> like the flower petals. Festival of the flowers. Festivals. Uh, um, what is the what are the parts of a flower called? What are you talking about? Isn't there something called a pestle? A petal? No, I mean inside of it, like the I have no idea. You're the science guy. <laughs> I should mention that we didn't get home last night until 2.30. You're running on like four hours of sleep today. I got to sleep at three last night. Jackson's in the room at seven, ready yeah. to go. Yeah. He's like, you're a tired time to go to school. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Um, Kudos to you for making it through, running on four hours of sleep. Thank you. I'm proud of you. I can do that. <laughs> um, the uh, Okay, going back to the week. Mardi Gras happened. We went to uh, Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter for Mardi Gras. So much fun. Like, I can't understate how incredible of a job the cast members do at that resort for Mardi Gras. I did not, we don't get to usually go to the parade that happens the during golf the golf parade. Yeah. yeah, which is so fun. Like, I think it's different resorts show up for this parade and they've like decorated a golf cart for it. It yeah. kind of reminds me like in home, like homecoming week when you were in high school, did you guys have like a homecoming parade? I'm sure we did. Okay. We would like our each class would decorate a float and they would like have a parade, but kind of reminds me of that. Uh, but they do a full parade. They pass out beads and candy that happens during the daytime, um, mostly for resort guests. And then at night they do like a block party at French Quarter for resort guests as well. Um, and we make dining reservations at Boat Rights or at yeah Boat Rights over at uh, Riverside. Mm -hmm. For those who don't know, um, Port Orleans is split into two separate like resorts you have riverside and then you have french quarter um riverside is more like themed to the bayou and yeah. french quarter is self-explanatory but um the block party happens at french quarter we go get dinner and then you can walk between the two and it's actually not a long walk but we we had a great time went and got some cajun food at boat rights the food was fantastic i think that i would rather there was an option i had the shrimp and grits it was 26 dollars it was not a massive plate of shrimp and grits, so I felt like it was a little pricey, but it's also Disney pricing. Mm. Um, but there was a all-you-care-to-enjoy option for $36, where you can get, like, ribs, chicken, all kinds of different sides. I should have done that instead. Yeah, you should have. I just, the shrimp and grits sounded good. I like shrimp and grits. It does sound good. Do you like shrimp and grits? I don't think no, you do. I like grits. 
You don't like shrimp. I don't like shrimp. Yeah. I don't like the pop of shrimp. Let's do that one day. We'll go and eat, eat shrimp. All you, all you care to enjoy a boat ride. Um, and then go get I don't videos. like ribs. I'm not a big ribs guy either. I like the flavor of ribs. I hate bones. Oh. I'm not a fan of bones. Eat with chicken too? Chicken bones. Do you, do you bones. not like wings? I like, no. Like bone-in wings? No. You want boneless? I'll do I'll do chicken tenders, yeah. Boneless wings, like, make me frustrated. They're not wings. Yeah, they're more chicken. Either or the other. There's a what, legs in there. Chicken sure. legs. Sure, but, like, at least I feel like I'm, like, eating meat. Yeah. Boneless wings to me are, like, sauce-covered chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's what I like. Ticks me off. Why? Don't have to be angry at that sort of thing. I'm just kidding. It really it's doesn't. Totally fine. It really doesn't upset me. But I've never. It's just. I've like if anyone has like boneless wings night at like Gators Dockside or I, I don't know like a sports bar. Just throwing out names of restaurants. I love though. that restaurant. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. I feel like offended that you thought that I've never been to Gators Dockside. I, I don't know why that was offensive. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not like a buffalo. But I was just like, wing. yeah. <laughs> what am I? An animal? <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is um have like two dollar wing night or whatever, fifty cent wing night at yeah. Gators. They also have trivia night, which is so much fun. Mm. I love going to play trivia. Anyways, um that has slowed down. We used to do that in college a lot. It slowed down in my years with kids, but um understandable. Yeah. It's not as easy to focus on the questions and stuff. As the kids have gotten older, they like want to participate and have fun with it. But Yeah. They just don't know who signed the Gettysburg address. I know. Come on, kid. Not even a thing that you can sign. What are they teaching? <laughs> it's just a thing that somebody has a nose of sped. So Mardi Gras was fun. We had a good time. It's fun because they bring out Tiana and uh, Lewis. Yeah. What? I forgot. We already talked about 1900 Park Fair, and I was like, oh, there's some news, but we already talked about it. Yeah, so yeah. It's fine. Uh, but it's fun that they bring those characters out, and they do like meet and greets. There's a line that you can get in to meet them. We had beignet, Mickey beignets. They have a live DJ. They have crafts. You can make a mask, a Mardi Gras mask. It's just, it's a really good time. And um, I hesitate saying this, like pushing it out there much. Cause like, oh, you want to keep it to yourself. <laughs> but, it, but it's done so well that like everyone should appreciate it for sure. So that's like the golf cart parades at Fort Wilderness. Mm-hmm. They're hard to get into now because yeah, they're so popular. It's such a thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I feel like eventually that could be the case for for Mardi Gras um, at at Port Orleans French Quarter, which is why I recommend going about going about it the way that we do in terms of like if you make a dining reservation at Boat Rights, then you do have like a reason to be there and park at the resort. We're right. not just rolling up expecting to be able to park without any sort of reason for parking, right? Um, and then you could walk down and check out what's going on at French Quarter. Mm-hmm. So. That's the way I would go. Or take the six-mile walk from Disney Springs. <laughs> if you all the it, golf, if you make it through that, you deserve to be there. Right. You you get that Mickey beignet because then you have to walk back. Yeah. Um, and then the next day was Valentine's Day. Yeah, Anything what did you do special for Valentine's Day? We went to Summer House on the Lake. Oh, very nice. Just the two of you. Oliver was there. Oh, okay, but that's yeah. awesome. We um didn't. <laughs> Francie worked. I worked. We had long days at work. I had to work kind of later than I wanted to that day. Um, but last year we did this where we ordered pizza from Papa John's. Because oh, the heart-shaped they, pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our thing. Yeah, us too. Uh, well, there now. There used to be a place that was like a take-and-bake place. Oh, yeah. That did heart, heart-shaped heart pizzas. I don't I remember think, the name of it. I think it's fun. It's kind of festive. We went and got pizza, and then we take it to, there's a park 
in Lakeland that we love called Bonnet Springs Park. I've been telling you about this park for a while and we need to get you guys out there to like visit because you would love it. Okay. Um, but it's a great park and we take it there and we eat, like have a little picnic with the family, me, Francie, and the boys. Um, this year, do you ever like, and this is the type of person that I am, but do you ever like try to stick to a tradition for the sake of like sticking to the tradition when really, I don't feel like you probably struggle with this, but when really it's like, it doesn't, there's no net like necessity for it. Like we, we could have easily skipped going to the park and just ate in the backyard and not been as pressed for time. But like in my brain and I think kind of in Francie's brain, we were like, no, we want to like go to the park. Like this is what we do. Mm -hmm. But we ended up like feeling so rushed. We were like, what are we doing? Like, why are yeah. we doing this? Why am I putting that much pressure on just like going to the park when really like we could have just ate in the backyard. Anyways, we got to the park. The park closes after sunset. We got there like right as the sun was setting and we took our dog Obi with us. And so it just was complicated. It was crazy. Sat down. Um, Ate one bite. All right, guys, time to leave. <laughs> by the time, <laughs> like, by the time you like set up the picnic, cut the pizza, feed the children, Obi's like running around trying to keep him away from the pizza, trying to like get him to sit down and chill out. It was just, it was just complicated and a mess, but but we had fun with it. We we weren't like high stressed or anything. We were just like laughing, and it was like, what is our life right now? Right, right. Um, had some crumble cookie. Oh, love crumble cookie. It's good stuff. Have you ever been? Yeah. I love it so much. I love a warm cookie. I hate a warm cookie. I love a cold, cold cookie out of the refrigerator. No. Yeah. No. It's just, <laughs> just telling you, this, the warm cookies are no fun. Are you a Nick it, like, or are you a Tim? Do you like a so cold cookie? Let me give you my, uh, so number one, a warm cookie is good with ice cream. I'll give you that. Yes. But a warm brownie is better with ice cream. Okay. Um, oh, I hate that a warm cookie falls apart so easily. Like okay. you, if you have a, a crumble cookies are like, and you guys are that are listening or not, it's like I don't know, five they're, inches wide yeah, in they're, diameter. They're large for sure. They're large, so you can't hold a warm cookie out of the bag. If you hold it, it it'll falls. turn into a taco. <laughs> right? Yeah, but I like to like break pieces off of it and eat it. I want the chocolate chip to be like gooey. I hate that. I love a hard chocolate chip. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I love a chocolate chip. I love a crunchy chocolate chip. Stop it. Okay. Do you like a crunchy cookie? No. Okay. At least you still like so a soft cookie. Yeah. Like give me a crumble cookie. Give me a Gideon's cookie. Give me a summer house cookie from the refrigerator. Ooh, I want a Gideon's cookie warm. It's oh, too many chocolate. You're getting a mess. I love it. It's, there's chocolate chips all over that thing, and Love they're all melting. On your and then fingers, and oh, you have to like, lick your fingers. No, that's so gross. <laughs> Get out of here. You're getting, and then you're going to have chocolate underneath your fingernails for a week. I don't like a crunchy cookie, but if I have to have a crunchy cookie, I want a glass of milk to dip it in, and I want it to like get... Maybe this is a weird, gross word for people, but soggy. It's, not, it's a normal word. I don't know. Moist would have been a worse one. <laughs> I, like I want it to get. Moist. I want the cookie to get soggy and then to be able to like bite into it and it just be like mm. falling apart. Yeah. I'm okay if pieces of pieces of the cookie break off and fall to the bottom of the milk because that's like a treat when you're done drinking the milk. <laughs> I was never one to dip cookies. Oh really? I don't even like dipping Oreos. No. What? Yeah, I don't really like Oreos because they get stuck in your teeth. I you'll find this about me is that me and Jackson are pretty similar like this where like if the food gets the only exception that I have this is burgers 
but I wish I could eat a burger with a knife and fork. Like this makes sense why you don't like chicken wings. Yeah. Do you eat your boneless wings with a fork? Sometimes. You monster. <laughs> but like I I can eat a, ch- a boneless chicken wing with my fingers because I know that I'm not having to use both hands. Uh, and I know it's not going to get like all over my face. Yeah. Same thing. Anything with a bone, I don't like to get all what, up in it. What about pizza? You eat pizza with a fork and knife? Have before. I, like, you did it on our pizza challenge day and now I'm questioning everything. Yeah. That wasn't just because you were sharing some of it with me. That's because you were just eating in your normal habitat. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> which pizza did I, the... The, the um, one from Animal Kingdom. Not the personal pizza, but... The... Oh, yeah. That big old doughy thing. Yeah. You weren't just going to pick that up and eat it? No, that was too much. It was too... It was too... too... It was like if you picked up a piece of cake and ate it with your hands. I thought you were just doing that for like Would a piece you, of cake. Very yeah, different. that's the exact no, same thing. You just talked about how much you love getting chocolate all over your hands from eating a, a chocolate chip cookie. The bottom of the pizza, though, is a safe place. Like that's you could, the exact same thing. A piece of pie, then. No, pies Pick just up a piece of pie. fall out everywhere. That's what, that's what a cookie does. No, it doesn't. Do you like cupcakes? Nah. I'm not a big cake guy. Okay. I don't know why. I just am not. Some cupcakes. I mean, I, I'm not going to say like always no to a cupcake, but I would rather a cookie than a cupcake. Okay. A warm cookie. Gooey. Out of the oven. Gross. <laughs> Anyways, Valentine's Day was great. <laughs> yeah. What'd you get, Francie? Um, I surprised her. She's a teacher. So I showed up at her um, classroom with a balloon and flowers and chocolate Ooh. and I wanted to like super traditional. Francie's not yeah. Francie's not someone that wants like a lot of attention drawn to her like out in public places or anything. So like that. you went straight to a place where she's the center of attention. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I like that. And I know that like she appreciates that as well. Like You said con- she doesn't like it. No, no, no. From from her sixth grade students, she's fine with it. Like she's cool with that. But I think like if it would had been like out in public, she'd be like, Oh, thanks. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop. Okay. But but in like in it, within her classroom setting, it was fine, and it was it was cute. The kids were excited that I showed up. They're all like, they always get like starstruck when I walk in because I'm I'm Mr. Foster. Like I'm like an, an, like oh not who like I I don't. They see pictures of me around the classroom, mm-hmm. but that's all that they know. They're like me. that's the guy from the picture. But yeah yeah yeah. Okay. So so I guess some of her students made comments like, uh, they said stuff like Mrs. Foster, you guys are like couple goals but don't tell my parents <laughs> whoa <laughs> just because i just showed up with flowers and a balloon and chocolate but that was exciting it was fun fun little moment all right so what'd you get jen a necklace oh very nice mm-hmm. i love that it was a fun story because like we got this mailer in the mail and i was like what is where did this come from why are we getting this and she's like i don't know some of it looks nice and then she's like went on the website and she's like this is nice and i was like got it good job mental note that's good it's good to follow up on those things for sure. Yeah. Any high dad suit moments of the week? Yeah, this morning. Oh, what happened? Yeah. I don't even know about this. I'm excited. Yeah, it just happened. I So this morning, like we said, four hours of sleep, mm. but Jackson's like up and ready to go. And he came downstairs with me and I was getting the baby changed and then I had to use the bathroom. And then I hear Jackson in the living or in the kitchen, like moving his step stool around. And I'm like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, it sounds like something is happening, you know? Yeah, I know those moments. Um, but he couldn't hear me because he can't hear anything really right now. And then I went out there and he he's like, uh, Daddy, I'm sorry, I made a mess. 
I was pouring my cereal and he got everywhere. And this is his first time he just like took the initiative to like mm. go and pour himself his cereal to make his own breakfast. That's cool. I was like, look at you. That's really cool. It's fun seeing those moments where you can see like a, like a, I don't want to say mini adult because they're far away from that. But like mm-hmm. when they have those like self-sustain or self-sufficient moments. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like, sad too because you're like, no, yeah. don't grow up. <laughs> but I think that he gets a lot of his independence. Not independence, but like he feels better about it himself. Uh, uh, self-confidence. Yeah. Yeah. From doing things like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think for any kid, they, they, as much as as a parent, you want to hold on to to them as long as you possibly can and be the one doing those things for them i think like that when a kid is able to do something for themselves it does boost self-confidence yeah and as a parent we're supposed to push them into those moments i think well and this is also another interesting moment in dadhood you happened yesterday so valentine's we talked about this a little bit in the vlog like valentine's are very different nowadays than they were the ones that we got for jackson they were like they were very tiny. Yeah. And I was like, why are they so small? Oh, yeah. Ethan's were so small that I was like, how am I supposed to write names on this? I had yeah. to like call an audible and be like, Francie, you come over here and do this. Let's switch. Because she was stuffing cards. And I was like, I can do that, but I cannot write a small. Like he had like, um, Ethan had Hot Wheels cards. Those are the same ones. Oh, yeah. They were like the lenticulars. Yes. Yeah. They're so small. Yeah, they were very tiny. I told Francie, I was like, is this missing something? Yeah. Like, what is this? We were lucky that we didn't have to write names. Uh, we we get like a list of names from the yeah, kids. Too much work. There's no reason for that. Let me tell you something. Let them give them out to everybody. Not only is it like a a lot of work having to prep all of them, they came home. The like extravagance that some people went through for their Valentines makes me feel like less than as a parent. Yeah. Like I'm talking about there was a crossword puzzle that one parent made with all of the names of the kids in the class so yeah. that like stop they, that <laughs> i'm like why do you make me look bad as a parent like and i know that i that doesn't really but like so much time and also money went into yeah. some of those things i'm like this cost this family they had like goodie bags they they came home with like like gift bags yeah like we did that for gift. halloween i'm sorry but you're part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. But for <laughs> Valentine's Day, and our school is very interesting because they do not allow candy. Oh, okay. So you have the, to get creative. Yeah, you. the parents had to get creative. And like one of the things that I thought was really interesting and I loved was three parents found these glow stick Valentine's. Uh, Did you do these? Did you see these? Uh, not this Was year. it all just candy that you found? Um, we didn't do any candy this year, but I've, I've, I mean like he, the kids got candy. Oh, I don't know. I haven't fully dug through the bags yet. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it's those bracelets, glow stick bracelets, okay. right? And it was the description of how a glow stick works, you know? Interesting. And, uh, then it was like, you light up my life or yeah. whatever. So much money. I don't know if it was that, that was that much money. More than what I paid for a box of cards. That's true. We did, uh, the cards and pretzels. I did bring this up on my Instagram story, though, as we were stuffing the cards. Why do we stop doing that? What do you mean? Like, I want, as an adult, to have Valentine's Day parties. Oh. I want to exchange. Like, that was so fun as a well, kid. because I think it was supposed to be, when you turn into an adult, you're supposed to, like, focus your energy on one person. Nah, I don't want that. I mean, I want that. I want to, I want to make okay. my Valentine <laughs> feel loved and appreciated. And I do. But I, I feel like, why the heck can't we have, like, at, at my office, like, why aren't we doing an exchange of Valentine's Day cards? Hmm. 
Nobody has time for that. I want to get back to work, Nick. <laughs> You're costing the money. You're costing the company money. It'd be so much fun to go up and down like the hallway that I work in and just like everybody have a box on their desk. You know that somebody hates somebody. Yeah, so? Kids don't hate each other. They're just like, but that's the thing though. Valentine's like party. maybe we would hate each other less if we had Valentine's Day parties. No, no, no. <laughs> somebody just doesn't do their job and everybody hates that person. I want everybody <laughs> to have a Valentine's Day box that they decorated on their desk and then we all bring cards from the store and we put the cards in each other's boxes. You're also imposing some sort of something on somebody that's not creative would feel very nervous about how their box would be judged. No, stop that. No, it's not me. But I, You we... can't tell me to stop if that's somebody else's <laughs> mental health. No, 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 sure. You don't know but, them. But what I'm saying is that like kids don't have those thoughts, so can we bring that innocence back? No. Uh. Innocence is lost. No, stop. <laughs> and adults. <laughs> We've seen it. That's so sad. Heartbreaking. But I feel like maybe it wouldn't be as lost if we did childlike things like that more often. Do you know. think in Neverland they have Valentine's Day party? Yeah. All right. Anyways. <laughs> um, so that was the week. <laughs> there you go. That's what got us here. Uh, there was a lot of stuff happening this week, but it was a lot of fun. Um, Wait. Did I... There was something else that I was going to add to the high dad soup thing. Oh, I didn't say a high dad soup moment. But. Maybe it was all said. I felt like there was something else afterwards. I was like, oh, also this. You were really proud of him for being self-sufficient. Yeah. I don't know. You're really proud of himself. Never mind. Okay. I honestly. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> Valentine's. It was a Valentine's thing. <laughs> okay. So for Valentine's, one of the creative things that we got was it was um a, a piece of paper or like a sticker sheet mm-hmm. that was puzzle pieces. Yeah. They're all mixed up. And then on the back, they were numbered. So you would take the one off, number one off the front and put it on number one. And then it spelled out, it turned into the Valentines. Yeah. And being self-sufficient works into this because Jackson accidentally put one of the pieces in the wrong spot. And then he looked at it and he goes, he smacks his head and he goes, and he shows it to me. And I was like, oh no, you put it in the wrong spot. He's like, yeah. And I was like, I'll try to peel it off. And then I tried to peel it off and I ended up ripping another one. Mm. And he didn't, he did not handle that well. Oh, no. He He's like crumpled it up and he's like, done with this. That's so sad. Um, but then it was dinner time and he wanted to make his own, he calls it his dip dip sauce. It's ketchup base, mayonnaise and ketchup. Love together. it. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, can I make it? And I was like, yeah, go for it. And he made it. And then his whole mood changed after he made his ketchup mayonnaise. Oh, that's cool. Like so. he needed that moment to feel proud of something. Yeah. Luke gets that way. Luke loves to draw all of the time. He's always drawing. He'll watch YouTube videos and then just like follow the instructions of it. And he's, he's actually a very good drawer. I mean, I'm biased as his father, but like trying to give an unbiased opinion, he does a really good job, uh, better than I could have ever done yeah. at his age. Um, good bluey episode about drawing. I don't know that I've seen that one. Brand new. Oh, I need to watch it. Yeah. But if he does make mistakes, he can be like that sometimes where he like is like this this stinks and then just like throws it away and i'm like buddy no like that's the beauty behind it but yeah sometimes they can just be so hard on themselves everybody does yeah we all are it's the way that it is (laughs) can relate um i didn't have a a massive standout high dad suit moment this week that's okay you don't have to yeah it just was a very busy weird week Mm mm-hmm 
um, we just we had fun. We had fun on Valentine's Day. I had fun watching the boys enjoy their pizza. Did they enjoy the Super Bowl? Yes, and actually that that was a fun moment. We let Luke stay up to watch the entire thing. Whoa! Yeah, on a school night, it ended at like ten thirty. Whoa! Yeah, wild night. I was just acting louder than that because I was like I was trying to act like I knew. I think it was when like it ended. Uh, maybe it was a little bit earlier than that. Honestly, what was nice about the Super Bowl this year is it started at six thirty, so I feel like it ended. Is that uncommon? I don't know. I feel like it used to start like at eight o'clock. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was fun getting to and and actually my brother was in town and it's really fun for me as Luke's father to watch him have a bond with my brother. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the future I want that like that relationship to really be strong um, because I know that there's going to be moments where when he gets older he's like sick of me and I want him to be able to have another like adult to turn to in those moments and of course i would want that to be someone who i admire and respect as much as my own brothers <laughs> call ryan all right but yeah no I, I love that i love that they have a little bond and a little relationship like my brother will be like hey luke let's go i'm gonna go get coffee come with me i'll buy you a smoothie and luke's like okay he just loves my brother so much he looks up to him a lot and i like watching that relationship so having my brother there at the house someone who played college football it's fun to watch football with him and watch okay. him and Luke have that like little bonding moments. So and your brother, Warren Sapp. My brother is not Warren Sapp. <laughs> my brother and I are close in age that we're a year and six days apart. Anyways, useless information maybe, like but we're nice. Yeah. We're good. We're, he's awesome. That's the week. <laughs> Tiana's bio adventure. Yeah. So as far as news goes, um, I, I was right. You were right. I did it. I'll give you that. I'm proud of myself, honestly. Nice work. I had this sneaking suspicion that on Fat Tuesday they were going to make an announcement about Tiana's Bayou Adventure, and they did it. It did surprise me. Did they make one for Disneyland too, or was it just... They said that it would be by the end of 2024, which I... December 31st? Could I I also be right? I think that that (laughs) was new for Disneyland getting a time frame on it. I don't know that they had had a specific time frame announced. I'd be interested to see their progress right now. Yeah, I would be too. I do feel like Walt Disney World obviously has moved very quickly with this. The day that they announced, I just hit the mic. Sorry about that, everybody. The day that they announced, I was saying this with authority, the day that they announced uh, that Tiana's Bayou Adventure was opening summer 2024, they started doing like testing on the attraction already. Yeah. They've got to be pretty far along to be able to do testing on it. But they also put out a video of the animatronic. Yes. And like, that was not on the ride. But I wonder, like, maybe that had been filmed a while ago, and maybe she has made it to the attraction now. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but that animatronic looks fantastic. Yeah. It reminds me of the um, Elsa and Anna. Uh, Honda Onaka. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think a lot more. <laughs> you guys can't see it. They, they like, start terminating. with their elbows for some reason. It's interesting. The new animatronics are all elbows. Yeah, very arm <laughs> fluid movements. I do think like it's developing though. Like I think there's a difference between her and Hondo as far as movement goes. Yeah. It looks really cool. And there was like, and Tim pointed this out and I know a couple of other people saw it, but there was like a, um, an animatronic in the background of the video and everyone's Mm -hmm. trying to speculate like who that is. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Tiana's mom. Or yeah. Yeah. Or another Tiana. Another version of Tiana. Um, either way, I cannot wait. Summer is going to be fantastic. Um, I imagine that it was the last day of summer, uh, September 22nd. 
the 21st night of September. You don't think it'll be like where where they'd want to pull because Walt Disney World attendance last summer was lower than usual. Mm. I wonder if they'll open it earlier in the summer. So they're like trying to get people in. Yeah. Mm. But I'm sure that they'll do like annual pass holder previews, probably DVC previews. I know cast members usually get previews. What is the 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 D23 is uh, August Ninth? I think before D23. You think before D23? I do. Because D23 is out in California, they wouldn't be like, and you get to go ride it right now, like they did with Tiana, or with uh, Moana. But yeah. they'd already been doing previews of Moana. Maybe. there, But also, Destination D23 is so much smaller than D23 Expo. Yeah, there would be a ton of people. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think that they could fit everybody that goes to D23 Expo. In the park. In the park at Disneyland. No. Yeah. Um, but I do think that maybe at D23 in August, Disneyland will get an opening date for their Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Okay. Um, I think that we will get, I think that by D23 at Walt Disney World, that attraction will be open. Cause I do think they'll use it as a, 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 a not a ploy, but as a, a reason for people to book stays over this July 4th weekend. Oh man, that'd be wild. That'd be too rough. Yeah. That's I th- too much for an opening I think it's before that. I think it's in June. That's so soon. But they're doing testing on the ride. I know, I know. That could mean anything. Yeah. Don't discredit my opinions. You were wrong the last time. No, no, I'm not (laughs) trying to discredit your opinion. I'm just thinking like, so soon. I don't don't know. It's like three months until May. Could they in three months be doing AP previews in May? TBD. We'll find out. Hmm. We'll keep you guys along for that ride. Okay. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. Either way, we know it's summer and that is very exciting. Intro- just introduced a new elephant at Animal Kingdom. They did. On the safari? Yeah. A little baby elephant named Cora. I love that. I love when there's like new babies at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So exciting. It feels like just new life. Yeah. Which is what it is, but it's exciting. It's a brand new baby. Yeah. So head over to Animal Kingdom and check out the baby elephant. I think yeah. the biggest news this week was Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. As far as like park experiences go, you talked about after hours. Um, I did not get to visit many theme parks after our pizza day so i didn't get the opportunity to go to parks much this week there was jen and i went to universal and experienced the food at mardi gras we talked about that uh, off air yeah and i had conversations it was delicious yeah you said some of the food was really good yeah i was a little bit disappointed in the columbia burger yeah a little bit dry what were your standout dishes the 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 lasagna dish from puerto rico okay it was a picadillo beef i want to try that i'm hoping that this weekend we're able to make it. I think we're going to do a split day. We're going to start at Epcot, soak up as much as Festival of the Arts as we can before. And me and food all the way. Yeah. And then go over to Mardi Gras at Universal. End the day. Sorry. End the day there with um, the parade. Uh, parade. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That's the plan for this weekend. So, And, and I do have a very busy park week coming up. Um, I got invited by uh, undercover tourist, uh, theme park frog to go do a hosted stay mm-hmm. this week. And I'm very excited about that. Uh, that's going to be over at Universal. So I'll get to go experience a bunch of the food booths as well. I'll make it a point to try those. I'll have a lot to talk about with that experience next week. Um, and then um, I won't be able to talk about this next week because it will not have happened yet. But next weekend at Walt Disney World is uh, Princess Weekend, Princess Marathon. Oh, half marathon. You're going to run the half marathon? Mm-hmm. Next oh, Sunday. I saw them setting up at Epcot. 
yeah, so I'm excited for that as well. I'll talk about that experience. Um, obviously, we've we talked a lot about our Run Disney experiences back in January with with Marathon Weekend, but it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see how the half goes. I've never done Princess Weekend before, so the course they've revealed it's this it's very similar to what they typically do for the half marathon, where you start at Epcot and then run up to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited. I have a friend coming down who's never done a race before. I can't Ooh. wait to do it with him. It's not me. No, you've done it. You. Oh, I registered. You did big things this week. I registered. That's big personal news. Yeah, for all of them. Yeah, for Halloween weekend. Yeah, That's for September so at Disneyland. The Disneyland half marathon. I'm going to run a half marathon. I'm going to run a 10K and I'm going to run a 5K. I'm so proud I'm of you. I'm going to walk a 5K. I'm already proud of you for just registering. Like, that's a big deal. Just committing to do that in and of itself is huge. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for that. But I also, like, am so sad that I'm not going to be there to be able to witness you run your half marathon. I got a couple of friends that are going to be running it with me. Yeah. That'll but, be fun. But I want to be there. Yeah. It's not me. You can track me on the... Oh, I'll be tracking. Yeah. That tracks. Yeah. I'll have a cheering section for you. In a couple of weeks, you have a birthday. Do I? I have a birthday present for you already. Don't do that. Oh, I already did. <laughs> I don't want it. What? <laughs> Take it back. No. Can't reject that. Um, Is it a new camera? No. <laughs> not in my price I'll point. <laughs> um, okay. We'll end it with this. Uh, there was a question that I had that I wanted to ask you last week that I never got to. And this is just I'm a so fun nervous. way. Oh, before that, before we end it with, oh, yeah. with that. We, we st- another big news for the podcast, two things. We have a logo, which yeah. is very exciting. Most of you have probably seen that if you're listening. It's, it's finally updated on Apple Podcasts. Thankfully. <laughs> I think it had something to do with the photo that, that we were using. Mm-hmm. Something about the dimensions of that photo were not working for Apple Podcasts. So as soon as we pushed that logo out, it was good to go. Um, we love the logo so much yeah. and we definitely want, there's like a little coaster cart on that logo that we will definitely be like incorporating into merchandise eventually. So stay tuned for that. But also we launched a Patreon. Um, and we talked about this last week. You brought it up where we want to do like live recordings in the parks and be able to push that as exclusive content to Patreon. Yeah. Um, that is doesn't def- have to be in the parks. Right, right, right. Sorry. Not live recording. The parks. Just like. Tim and I go on a lot of different adventures. And so we'll just say, hey, this is a moment. We've got time and we're going to record something and push it to Patreon. So that is live now. Um, You can go to our social media channels um, and find the link for it um, if you're interested in something. Link in the description of the, in the show notes. For sure. It's not, it's five bucks a month. um, And yeah, it's just going to, it's going to unlock access to like exclusive episodes that we'll be putting onto there yeah so that'll be fun. thank you to those of you that have already signed up truly like floored and humbled that like you guys have signed up already like it means so much to us so thank you all for your support with that um and okay now to my question all right i feel like i've hyped it up and it's really like not that exciting of a question like, but uh you were a worm well it's kind of like that we're back we're back. Battery died on the camera. I should probably just like make it so that the camera stays plugged in when we're doing this. Oh yeah, probably could do that. <laughs> um, all right. So I had a, I have a question that I want to ask, and this is something that I saw on TikTok. This is this is just a fun question to end the, the podcast. Um, when you were a kid in school, what subject went with what color folder? I have no idea. <laughs> what kind of and this has been interesting because I've asked other people this question and everybody had different opinions on it. So like for me, math was yellow. Okay. Like that is the color that I associate with that subject. 
science was green. Okay. History was red, mm. the color of blood. <laughs> What? No, history for me was actually. I'm. I'm going to take that back. Science was blue. History was green. Language arts was red. Okay. What about you? Uh, this is going to be really sad if you don't have any opinions. <laughs> what in my backpack? I don't. What are you, are you talking about? Like in your binder, you had different. Yeah. Areas? Like, what color did you pick for which subject? People were much more organized than I was. <laughs> the sooth. You didn't like put thought into it? No. There it is, folks. <laughs> what? I, I feel I, like some people that are listening will have opinions on this. You're also closer to, to grade school age than I am. Okay. Like <laughs> by 10 years, that's a, a m- amount of time. I think 10 years from now, I would still have an opinion on this. What? Why is there an opinion on the color of? Everybody had one. Like some people say that yellow was not math. Some people say that red was math. And I think that's because people hate math. Well, maybe some people said blue was math. Yeah, they love math. <laughs> well, that's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I like science. Oh, dear. I didn't used to be good at math. I feel like I'm better at math now in my adulthood. Sure. I liked English, but I got angry at some of my teachers because they weren't good. They didn't. One person, one teacher, if you're a teacher, don't do this. Uh, I gave my uh, interpretation of a book and she said, no, that's wrong. Oh, and I was no. like, your interpretation can't be wrong. I, I, I argued with her. I was oh, like, wow. how could it be wrong? <laughs> You're like, let's talk about the science. How could your statement? How could it, how could my opinion of this book be wrong? And yeah. she's like, it's been studied. And I was like, it doesn't matter. No, that's just your opinion. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, never mind. Yeah. You don't have color. I don't have colored binders, but well, let me tell you this. It, I am not an organized person. Okay. I'm very disorganized. Yeah. Um, I think that I can remember stuff, but I can't. Right. So I will not put things in places. I'll just be like, I know where that is. Okay. So I don't think that I was a person you that didn't color coded thought into it. I don't think I had that. You had colors for your subjects. Like you had colored folders. No, I don't think I, I had think folders. Did. I think you had to have. Like I... it was a requirement at school. Why? <laughs> just put it in my backpack. I think all of my binders were the same color. Oh dear. Right? They were just all blue. I was like, <laughs> I like blue. Let's get all blue. I'll just write on it what it is. That's fascinating. Well, that question didn't go like I thought it was going to, but did maybe... you think I was going to get like super angry about red no. being a math color? No, I just wondered if you had opinions. <laughs> It's strange to me. We're going to ask Jen. After we're done recording, we're going to go downstairs and ask Jen this question. Yeah. And I want to see her responses. Okay. But um, if you are listening to this and you have a pitch. Jen. (laughs) (laughs) If if you have like, if you understand what I'm talking about, like. What was geography? Comment. That would be green. Green. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense for green because it's land. You're there. You're there with me now. Yeah. Science is blue because of biology. Yeah. Math could be yellow. Math seems like a yellow color. To me as well. Yeah. But Red some does seem disagree. like history to me because of the blood. Some people say that, see, language arts for some reason was red to me. What's the other color? There's sometimes purple. Purple? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> purple doesn't fit into any subject for me. I feel like it could be history, some royalty. Mm. Okay. There's not enough royalty. Oh. 
in history. I mean, there is royalty in history. Yeah, they were a big part Not of history. Not to associate it with that. But like, there's a lot more to the history of the world than royalty. Sure, for sure, for sure. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, like monarchies. <laughs> well, that didn't go like I thought it was going to, but I feel like people- you got me angry at monarchies. <laughs> I have opinions on that. <laughs> Thank you for tracking coconuts with us, though. It's been really fun. Yeah. Can't wait to see what the AI thinks about this episode. <laughs> oh, gosh. There is no telling where. where right. How coconuts AI. relate to our mental health. <laughs> and, That's how we jumped in, for sure. And yeah. trolls on the internet. And trolls on the internet. <laughs> I would be interested to see what it thinks of. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for your birthday. It's coming soon. I can't mm. wait to give you your gift. I've decided if I'm going to give you your gift on or off air. Okay. <laughs> TBD. There it is. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Appreciate you all. We'll see you next week. Check out the links in the description and the show notes and on our social media for the Patreon. And yeah. if you go to like social the media. Patreon website or the Patreon app and you you type in the search bar, that tracks podcast, it'll show up for you. Oh, but we'll put links as well. So Yeah. If you go to the Patreon and you search for um, Coconut Podcast, <laughs> don't, I don't think it'll show up. Don't do that. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. Or Beanie Babies. I don't think it'll show up. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's how we'll end it. See All you guys right. soon. See you later. <laughs>